0: This is The Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. On today's podcast, how your rate of speech impacts diplomacy. I received a question from a listener, Reneal. He had read one of my recent articles on how to be diplomatic or actually probably is an old article on how to be more diplomatic And he was wondering about the pace of speaking. Did the rate of speech impact diplomacy? And so, of course, as any good consultant, I'm going to answer, it depends. (laughs) Let me explain what I mean by that. It depends. First, I think it's important that we talk about what is diplomacy first. And of course, diplomacy for most people means moderating between nations. I'm not talking about that kind of diplomacy. Rather, I'm talking about diplomatic communication. And for me... Diplomatic communication preserves the dignity of your conversation partner. It's often more about listening than speaking. Diplomatic communication is relaxed, it's tactful, and respectful. For me, the biggest part of diplomacy is that word tactful. Taking careful consideration of the feelings and the values of your conversation partner To be more diplomatic, you have to be highly skilled at flexing your communication style. So, Renil, you don't really want to permanently change your style. You just want to learn to be better at flexing your style. So, if you want to learn more about your communication style or how to flex your style, there is a tool that I highly recommend. It's called the Disc Communication Assessment. And right now, for public speaker listeners, I'm offering the assessment for free. That is for some, some period of time. This is now May of 2016. So if you're listening in May, it still will be free. And you can go to lisabmarshall.com forward slash DISC. That's D-I-S-C, lisabmarshall.com forward slash DISC to get your assessment. Okay, anyway, let's talk about diplomacy and the rate of speech. And how exactly does the rate of speech impact credibility and persuasiveness? Because, of course, that's part of diplomacy. So, there's been a fair amount of studies on this topic. For instance, there was a study that was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology that found that people who spoke slightly faster than average were deemed more intelligent and more knowledgeable, while those who spoke slightly slower than the average, were considered less intelligent and knowledgeable. Painful, huh? (laughs) Anyway, interestingly, however, this does not correlate to persuasiveness. Interesting. So how persuasive the speaker is depends more on the audience's attitude regarding the subject than it does on the speaker. There was a study reported in the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin that found that if the audience disagreed with the speaker initially, then speaking faster caused a higher level of persuasiveness. They think it's because the listeners didn't have time to think of counterarguments. But if they already agreed, then speaking more slowly was better. So that what the speaker said had time to sink in. And whether speaking quickly or slowly, taking natural pauses was crucial for persuasiveness. I go into this in much more detail in my episode, Are Fast Talkers More Persuasive? So if you're interested in that particular set of studies, you'll want to listen to that. If you have listened to the public speaker for any length of time, you already know that human communication is complex. So there are more factors to consider. Yes, of course, credibility and persuasiveness are part of diplomatic speech. But for me, the most salient aspect of diplomatic speech is to be credible and persuasive while being tactful and respectful. So you need all four, credible, persuasive, tactful, and respectful. So your pace of speaking should be a pace that's respectful and appropriate for your conversation partner. So what do I mean by that? If you're talking with someone who moves quickly and speaks quickly, then you should match the person's pace of delivery. If you're speaking with someone whose natural speed is slow, steady, and soft, then as a diplomatic communicator, you'll want to speak in a manner similar to that person's. If the conversation partner is having a conversation in a second language, then diplomatic communicators will slow down their pace and shorten the length of their sentences for easier comprehension. So speaking more quickly or more slowly needs to be relative to the other person's natural style. The pace at which you deliver news is also part of diplomacy. And just like we were just talking about, discovering the right pace or the most diplomatic pace depends on the situation. I think any respectful communication gives the right amount of time to the communication. So when discussing an important matter, make the other person feel that he or she is the most important person to you right now and that that conversation is not being rushed and that what the other person is communicating is important and has been heard and understood. Part of not rushing also has to do with not rushing to conclusions. Allow your conversation partner to speak. This, of course, can be particularly difficult if you have a strong emotional reaction. So part of pacing for diplomatic communication is to know when to ask for a break or to know when to keep silent, or even perhaps to say, now's not the right time to discuss this and suggest a better time to have the conversation. Remember to not to interrupt. Sometimes you're speaking to someone who tends to make long pauses and you think the person is finished speaking so you begin to respond. This can come off as very rude and even insensitive, especially if you're talking about a sensitive topic. The best thing to do is to try to listen for a while without sharing your thoughts. This way you can gauge how long the other person's natural pause pattern is. And once you've determined that, you can pretty easily determine when the person is just taking a quick pause or when she's finished her point and waiting for a response. I think always having a three-second silence rule is something you can follow in all situations. Okay, so I know this was a very complicated answer, but as I said, human communication is a complicated thing. We have the incredible ability to express everything from detailed facts to abstract thought, from tender emotion to dramatic stories. And because of this, our communication, it's very subtle and nuanced. The best communicators, the most diplomatic communicators, become students of human nature and are able to interpret all the subtle and the not-so-subtle cues that all people give. This is called social intelligence, basically your social IQ. Are some people naturally better at this than others? Yes, but here's the good news. It's mostly a learned trait. All you need to develop a high SI social intelligence is to really care about others and to start observing, listening, and practicing. So how does rate of speech impact diplomacy? Hmm, we learned it depends, <laughs> depends on quite a bit. I hope this helps and good luck. Let me know how it goes. Again, if you're wondering about your own communication style, if you're wondering what holds you back from your effective communication or what drives your communication, I highly recommend this very, very short assessment. It takes maybe 10 minutes to take the assessment and it delivers back to you a custom 22-page report. And I think this is a report that all people should have, all the people you work with, your family, your friends. It really is something that helps you develop a model that you can use to communicate better with other people. You can find it at lisabmarshall.com forward slash D-I-S-C. Again, the reason why I'm talking about it is because right now I'm offering it for free. So you might want to jump on that. This is Lisa B. Marshall moving you from mediocre to memorable, from information to influence, and from worker to leader. As always, your success is my business. This is Douglas, and if you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk, and Ace Your Interview. I did, and they are very helpful. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP, like me, by visiting lisabmarshall.com VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com VIP.